are the to-do list. If you hear the word productivity, the to-do list is probably the first thing that comes to mind. It's a symbol of organizational ambition and it's at the heart of almost all productivity advice in one way or another. If the goal is to improve the way we work, then the to-do list is the most important tool in the kit. But you know that already, don't you? And you also probably know that even the best to-do list doesn't really work on its own. You can nail down exactly what the most important tasks on your plate are on any given day and still close up shop at 5.30, feeling like you barely made a dent. Nailing the to-do list is one thing, but how do you nail the execution? My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organisational psychologist and the founder of behavioural science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. Welcome to your favourite tips. Across 10 bite-sized episodes, I'll be sharing tips from some of the world's best thinkers that you, the listeners, have found the most useful. We're covering everything from creating better to-do lists to setting more effective boundaries around your time. And you'll be hearing from people like best-selling author Sally Hepworth, CoronaCast host and journalist Norman Swan, and Google's executive productivity advisor, Laura May Martin. Today's favourite tip comes from Trudy, and she writes, I loved hearing Cal Newport talk about how he uses time blocking and his weekly system around diary planning. Well, I love this too, Trudy. This excerpt is back from 2019 when I first had Cal on the show, where he shared his method for weekly and daily planning. I'm a big believer in both weekly and daily planning. I I think you need to spend time to understand the contours of your week. What's happening on each day, what day is really crowded, what days have open space, so that you can start moving things around at that scale. And recognize, hey, Monday is pretty open that's probably going to be a good time to make a lot of progress on this hard thing. Even though that hard thing's not due till Friday, but you're seeing on the calendar that Wednesday and Thursday have a lot of meetings, right? And so looking at the whole week and trying to plan out what's going to happen when, uh, I think that's important. Um, Believer in time blocking on a particular day, give your time a job. Here's the hours I have available. What am I doing with this hour? What am I doing with this 30 minutes? What am I doing with this three hour block? Give your time a job as opposed to just approaching your day with a generic to-do list. You're much more effective at getting things out of your day, if again, you look at the free hours of the day and reconfigure them, move them around and figure out how can I get uh, the most out of this. And then I often am a believer in ad hoc sort of systems and rituals that match what's going on at the time. And so if you have, let's say, a big event coming up that you have to do a lot of planning for, you might just say, here's what I'm doing. It's, it's 30 minutes after lunch every single day. 30 minutes every single day, just checking in, moving things, seeing what's going on or whatever, right? But this idea of having temporary systems that you put into place to help you make a lot of progress on important uh, non-permanent things in a way that doesn't have you just completely an ad hoc looking at a task-like type mode. So if you do weekly planning, daily time blocking, build temporary systems and rituals as needed for temporary but large obligations, that usually combines to, to help you get a pretty effective use of the time available. And can I ask with time blocking, because it's something I've experimented with myself and I feel like the the cognitive biases that either cause you to overestimate or underestimate how long something takes, I've found can be my downfall with time blocking, where let's just say I've completely overestimated how long something will take, 
but I set aside three hours. I finished it in an hour and a half. And then like, what, like, how does that work in your world? Right. Well, I mean, I should say at the, the bigger point is that one of the nice things about time blocking is that it's practice to make you better at estimating how long things take because there is some pain to when you get it wrong. It requires some extra effort. And so you have an incentive to try to get it right and you get a lot of feedback. So you see consistently um, not giving myself enough time for this type of activity, you get that feedback or I'm always giving myself too much time. Um, so it, that gets better. But then what do you do in the moment? Well, if you don't give yourself enough time, then you know, if you keep going until you finish what needs to get done, and then you just adjust your schedule for the rest of the day, um, which is fine. And one of the ways that people get time blocking wrong is they think that it's a game where you win the gold medal if you never have to change your schedule. But there's actually no prize you get for getting your schedule exactly right and never having to change it. Uh, you probably might have to change it three, four, five times. The, the goal is not to have a perfect schedule. It's to always have some intention about what you're doing with the time that remains of the day. Same thing, if you underschedule, um, so you have a couple options here. You could add something new or you could take advantage of that time just to relax or, or to do something that's going to give you uh, a, bit, a bit of cognitive rest. Like that's actually kind of a nice scenario. But the, the point I always make about time blocking is that regardless of what you do, having a good understanding of how long things take is crucial. Because if you don't, regardless of your time blocking or not, you're just going to keep getting yourself into trouble. And you're going to keep having uh, colliding deadlines. You're going to keep having late nights. You're going to keep having these sort of stressful moments when you realize, ah, a lot still needs to get done and I'm not there. And time blocking trains you to better appreciate uh, how long things take. And then otherwise, just be comfortable with the fact that you might have to change your schedule several times throughout the day and that that's not negative. That's actually how the system works. I must say, after all the different productivity tips that I hear as part of my work, time blocking has got to be one of the most fundamental things that has transformed my work. So if you have not tried time blocking in your life, I wholeheartedly recommend that you give it a go today. As a listener of How I Work, you've hopefully picked up a few tips on this show to help you work better. But do you want more? and maybe in a book form, because let's face it, books are the most awesome thing on the planet. Well, now you can. In my new book, TimeWise, I uncover a wealth of proven strategies that anyone can use to improve their productivity, work, and lifestyle. TimeWise brings together all of the gems that I've learned from conversations with the world's greatest thinkers, including Adam Grant, Dan Pink, Mia Friedman, and Turia Pitt, and many, many others. TimeWise is launching on July 5, but you can pre-order it now from amantha.com. And if you pre-order TimeWise, I have a couple of bonuses for you. First, you'll receive an ebook that details my top 20 favorite apps and software for being TimeWise with email, calendar, passwords, reading, cooking, ideas, and more. You will also get a complimentary spot in a webinar that I'm running on June 29, where I will be sharing the tactics from TimeWise that I use most often, and also some bonus ones that are not in the book that I use and love. Hop onto amantha.com to pre-order now. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.